0: I do this right
1: now. You are listening to the Into Athletics Podcast. This is your host, Adrian Rangel. Join me as I sit down with parents, coaches, athletes, and doctors to discuss everything fitness, performance, rehab, and of course, my favorite topic, life. All right, guys, welcome back to the Into Athletics Podcast. This is your host, Adrian Rangel, and I am pumped to introduce you to the new co host which is gonna be uh, Nick Green. Uh, What's going on, Nick? What's going on, Adrian? Thank you for having me. Absolutely, man. Uh, So, Nick's new uh, to to the N2X fam. Um, He has like 15 years in this, in the industry, in the fitness industry, working with one-on-one athletes, uh, interning at Virginia Tech. He's gonna tell you a little bit more about that as we dive into this uh, podcast episode. But uh, this, this podcast is pretty much all about Nick, man. We wanna learn um, he's been with my athletes for about, we're our athletes now, for about four weeks. So um, this is going to be a great opportunity for the athletes to tune in, listen in, to, um, to learn a little bit more about Nick. I know when they come in, we just kind of hit the floor running and, and just start training. So uh,
0: Nick, uh, let, let the audience know a little bit about your background, man, and what you do and, and stuff. Cool. Absolutely. Uh, first and foremost, I'd like to thank you for having me on board. This is a tremendous opportunity for me, and I'm looking forward to uh, growing with you. Um, So I grew up in the New River Valley going to Blacksburg High School, Um, right out of high school. um, I'm a bit of a non-traditional college student. I wasn't ready for college out of high school, but my parents either said, you go to school or you get a job. So I decided to get a job and I got one at one of the local gyms in Blacksburg and had actually been there for about 15 years. 10 of those years I spent um, as a certified personal trainer working with clients ages 13 all the way up to 88, so everyone in between as well. And along that time, that sort of helped me figure out where I wanted to go in life. That helped me find this path of exercise science. Um, I got my general studies degree from New River and then I transferred to Radford and graduated cum laude with a bachelor's in exercise sport health education. And along that, um, along that time, again, I've been training clients, and I also had an internship with the Virginia Tech Olympic Sports Training and Conditioning Department in the spring of, I believe, it was 2019. While I was there, I worked with every sport um, other than football and basketball, so uh, track and field, sprinters, swimmers. Volleyball players, baseball players, softball players—pretty much every sport you could think of, other than football and uh, basketball. And honestly, I learned a tremendous amount from all the coaches there, um, from Coach Neal, Coach Dixon, um, and all of the uh, interns as well. Um, Also, Dr. Allison Randall, as well as um, Coach Dillard, and. They taught me that it's not only great to have the science behind why you're doing what you're doing, but also um, letting the athletes know that you care about them as a whole. Because if, um, you know, they have a lot of coaches in their life who are telling them to Jump this high, lift this weight, and not a lot who really care about the individual behind the numbers. So that really stuck with me. And I'm a firm believer in um, positivity in the coaching realm, you know, I'm not going to sit there and badge you because you can't do anything incorrectly. I mean, that's not your fault. We just have to learn the motor patterns to perform certain movements correctly. So I try and bring a more positive aspect to the training world and not like a sort of boot camp style in your face, screaming and yelling. Although certain people like that, um, that's not necessarily my style. Yeah. And I
1: think, um, as you start, um, you know, in the trenches and stuff like that, you, you, I, I think what you're going to do is you're going to find your own coaching style. I think everybody has their coaching styles. Like people's already said, like, like I said, Nick has been with me for four weeks already here and working with the adult clientele, working with the athletes. Mm-hmm. And they've already said, yeah, man, uh, uh Nick's good cop. Adrian's the bad cop. You know? So it's like, <laughs> he's like that, that even kill man. And, great. and it works, it works out perfect, you know, cause um, I was, it's funny cause I was talking to my, my wife yesterday actually about this and she's like, you gotta, you know, you understand that this is going to be perfect for your clients because you're that hype, you know, get loud, you know, Nick's not so much, which I'm sure he will. Um, but in reality of it is, you know, you're going to find your own coaching style right? and, uh, you know, going back and kind of bouncing off of your, um, knowing these athletes as a whole and as an individual, individual, I've actually did a podcast episode on that, um, you know, a while back in regards to getting to know these, these athletes. Um, mm-hmm. Cause we have a lot of these athletes coming in 10, 11, 12, 13 years old. That's never been in a structured weight room right. environment. And um, you know, it can be intimidating, especially when you have kids that's been with us for about two, two, three years. Right. It can be intimidating for somebody to come in and you. Yeah. So um, yeah, man, that's, that's, that's awesome. So I to, I, well, I want to dive back a little bit because I don't think I want people to know a little bit more about like, you're, you said you were a late bloomer in college. Yes, sir. Uh, you didn't go mm-hmm. until, how old were you? I was about 25, 25, 26. So 25, 26. Mm-hmm. Um, so what what made you like, what were you doing prior to that? Because um, I used to see you bouncing at the clubs in Blacksburg. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I used to see you do a lot of things, man. Um so, I mean, this guy seems like he's kind of like me. Never sits still. Always has to be working or something like that. So, let people know what you did prior to that and
0: sure. what made you make that decision or to take this path into the strength conditioning world. Sure, absolutely. So, yeah, out of high school, I was given the ultimatum: either go to school or you, or uh, you get a job again, I wasn't mature enough and I didn't want to waste any money or waste anyone's time going to school and not really putting forth the effort. But I did know that I needed to make a living. So finding a job that I enjoyed doing, you know, I enjoyed talking to the members. I enjoyed helping them figure out, you know, why they're doing this movement incorrectly or how to do it correctly, um, depending on um, limitations that they have. And um, I... Got a second job at a bar bouncing. Um, Again, I needed to make a little bit of money, but I enjoyed my time I spent at the gym as well as the bar, but I knew that I needed more. I had got certified as a personal trainer, and I wanted the education to help back up what I learned in these certification classes, so I looked into college, and before I could transfer to Radford, I needed to get an associates at New River, which was a great option for me. I was working two jobs and going to school at New River, and finally I had good enough grades. I was able to transfer to Radford, and that's really where I sort of focused or narrowed my focus as far as what I wanted to do after school. I knew that I enjoyed the gym aspect, and I liked training clients, but there was something missing, you know. I, I wanted to not only help people look better and function better, but I also wanted to help them perform better. And that's when the college education came into play. That helped me understand why we're doing what we're doing and so that I can teach my clients the reason why we're doing certain movements, not just, again, to help them look aesthetically better, but to help them perform better during their uh, daily um, activities of life. Yeah. It's, uh, it's funny, man, because when when I when I saw Nick Green
1: when I saw Nick Green's name or Nick's name pop up on the um on the applications and everything I was kind of pumped because uh I remember you Nick as being a trainer man when I was an intern you know I was an intern at Blacksburg Weight Club you know I was doing my thing I was at Radford already like you said you were just already personal training mm-hmm. um so Nick comes in bringing you know, in my opinion, a lot to you know to, into athletics simply because he has that experience working with people, and uh, people need to understand too. Like I get it, like the education, uh, you know, getting your bachelor's is very important if it's a certain goal and if it's what you're doing. If it if it's that if it something that you want to do, um, then then go for it, right? But right. there's one thing that you can't learn. Um, in that college, uh, setting is experience right. and that experience working with people, getting to know people, how yeah. to go about going. Cause some people don't understand that sometimes you're more than just a personal trainer or coach you know, right. you're almost like a psychologist or something. It's crazy. Right. Right. Um, so, um, four weeks in, so you've, I don't know ha- you haven't, have you worked with in a setting like this? where there's more youth athletics, because I know you said you interned at Virginia Tech and everything. Mm -hmm. So um, how are you liking it so far, man? Just let the people know. Honestly,
0: I'm I'm absolutely loving it. It is very familiar to me um, from when I did my internship at Virginia Tech. You know, young athletes who were learning some of the basic movements to help create a solid foundation so that we can do more complicated movements down the road. Um, But coming from the weight club in Blacksburg, It was more or less a traditional gym. You know, you had your bodybuilders, you had your powerlifters, and then you had the everyday, um, you know, the everyday Joe who wanted to come in three times a week just to sweat a little bit. So what I noticed, uh, I think you touched on this before, is that a lot of new people coming to any sort of facility like that, any any facility, whatever it is, it can be very intimidating, you know, I mean, you got these big guys who are slamming weights, or you have these very petite um, men and women who make you, who might make you feel a little um, self-conscious. So my goal was to help, um, I guess, break that self-consciousness of the new clients. And I guess that's where I get my positive, that positive reinforcement from is that I know that when I first started out, yes, I was intimidated in the weight room because you know, you had dudes deadlifting 500 pounds, Um, you know, everyone looked really great, but everyone starts at a different, at a different uh, activity level. And as long as you let them know that you're there 100%, I mean, you're going to get all from them. And that's, that's what I want. I want, it doesn't matter if you're not as good as Sally or Susie or Sam over there, as long as you give 100% to me, that's exactly what I'm looking for, you know. And and I'm gonna help reinforce you in a positive way so that you want to do better, you know. we it's not just we're helping you get better. We're we're helping you. Um, not we're not just helping you get better in the gym, but ultimately we want to help you be a better person overall, and get a good sweat at the same time.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and and kind of learn the culture of being in the gym, you know, mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and and knowing what it is to or knowing how it is to work with people right beside you who have one thing in common. You're working your butt off in here. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, and I think people can already catch that vibe from you, Nick, simply because they, you know, mm-hmm. this past four weeks, you know, they came up and they told me, man, they were like, hey, man, you know, Nick's positive. Dude, help me with my movement. That's awesome. You know, yep. um, and, you know, really, really good feedback uh, from you, man. So that's awesome for my people. So, um, and that's good to hear. So the, the, the audience or even my clients that listen to this podcast, you know, keep keep doing that. You sure. know, Keep telling me. You know, hey, this is what Nick's doing. This is this is great. This because I'm always gonna give that feedback to Nick because you know, already you know knowing Nick already for four four or five weeks or whatever he's you know he, he's not opposed to saying hey man what am I doing wrong what yeah. do I need to do to improve and that's what I love about you man. Um, but let's let's kind of dive into like what's the difference between like I, the difference between collegiate training that you were in your internship mm-hmm. compared to what we do here. Mm-hmm. Um, if the, the, obviously some slight differences of the ages and things like
0: that, but mm-hmm. as far as the style, what have you noticed? So I've noticed there's actually a lot of crossover crossover between the collegiate training and what we're doing here at into athletics. Um, at the collegiate level, they're focusing on speed, power development, and there are many different ways that you can do that. Um, First and foremost, we need to, uh, you know, figure out a base for you as far as, you know, what's, you know, how much can you lift or what's your movement pattern look like? Are you able to squat, hip hinge certain ways? And then you can start adding explosive movements, but ultimately... Um, with collegiate athletes, you want them to be explosive. Not, I mean, some sports do require you to put on muscle mass, and you will put on muscle mass from certain movements, but ultimately we want you to be athletic and not just big and bulky. Um, right. And that's what I really love about into athletics is not only are we focusing on speed and agility, but also power, explosiveness, and that's really I would say uh, the number one thing that into athletics has in common with any sort of collegiate training program is focusing on how to harness that power or improve power output from an athlete.
1: Yeah. Yeah, man. And I
0: love the fact that you were interning there and had that experience because there are some cues
1: that I'm like, uh, that you brought from those internships or even from just your experience in general that I'm like, ooh, I like that. You know, like, yeah. I could start using that. And yeah you know, people don't understand too, like in this industry, there's going to be so many different ways to skin a cat, man. Like there's going to be so many different ways to, to cue a 13, 14, 15 year old, how to hinge your hips. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm always going to be no matter if I'm running the gym, owning the gym or whatever, I'm always going to be like, how do you cue it? Because it looks like to me that your kids are following the way you're cueing it better than I am. So it's cool to that, that you're bringing that experience sure. to this place. Um, and I want people to know that like you got experience under you, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And, um, that's going to come out and they're going to notice it. I'm going to notice it. Mm -hmm. They're going to notice it on their, on their programs, their performance levels when they increase or, you know, just feeling better, you know, confident, things like that. Even with my adult clients, man, Mm -hmm. um, you know, you got certain things that you've noticed in already the four weeks that certain ways that you approach things that, um, I have not and you're doing it already and i'm like whoa that's pretty cool like yeah keep doing that you know i want it to be that um i'm one way you're one way we can still collide and still do the same thing and still same results yeah does that make sense absolutely um so gotta let the people know man like what besides the gym besides the school you're Mm -hmm. always working yeah off subject i know that Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, but what else you like to do man So, uh, you know, I like to stay active. I've got a uh, 12-year-old niece and a 10-year-old nephew, and my niece, you know, she... She loves watching her TikTok videos um, and making, you know, th- little dance routines. And uh, she recently just got into volleyball, and I'm oh, super, nice. I'm super soaked about that. Um, my nephew, he plays soccer, and he loves playing football. He wants to be just like his uh, cousin. Um, his, his cousin was a pretty, uh, a pretty good standout at Blacksburg High School. Uh, Tyquest Terry, I think he's now playing at um, Youngstown University nice. in Ohio. Um, but no, my my niece and nephew. I enjoy spending a lot of time with them. We uh, sometimes we'll all get together as a family, mostly on the weekends, and we'll go over to my mother's house and we'll do some gardening. Um, in her yard. Right now I'm working on a gravel pathway for her backyard just to make it a little bit more safe for her to walk back there because the backyard is on a bit of a slant. So if I can help her out, that's, um, that's what I'm looking forward to. I also enjoy, um, you know, going walks with my mother um, and our dog. Our dog is like 15, 16 years old. So, um, you know, we try and keep her and my mom in shape Um, you know, and, and, you know, hanging with friends and going to movies. I'm a big Marvel fan. Um, mostly the Avengers, you know, some X-Men stuff, but, uh, no, I, like you said, man, I mean, I, I'm a workaholic, you know, if I'm not working during the week here in the gym, I'm working, um, at the bar on the weekend. Now, um, it's not that I don't like the bar, but preferably I'd like to phase that out and really put all my effort into, into athletics and see where we can go from there.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah. And I love that too. And, uh, but I also respect the fact that, you know, you're still working on the weekends doing your thing, um, with this whole pandemic, man, and, and coronavirus, it's hard for, I, I mean, I don't want to speak for all businesses around here, but it's hard because you didn't know if you were going to have to, you know, you're going to need help or you were going to have to shut down, you mm-hmm. know, or if this wasn't going to work, you know, so. Um, I respect the fact that you're still hustling, you're still doing your thing on the weekends. It's just one of those things you have to do. Yeah. Um, especially if you can't sit still like me. Like, Let's, you know, might as well just make money, you know? Right, right. Um, it's funny, though, man, talking about the bar scene and stuff. It's, you know, you working at the bar. Like I said, I, I used to be, when I was going to Radford, used to go into Blacksburg, and Mm -hmm. I used to see Nick all the time, and um, he's trying to act all hard at the door. and (laughs) (laughs) He might have kicked my boy Mike out a couple times, too, Uh, my roommate. (laughs) Not at all. Shout out to Mike. (laughs) Oh, yeah, man, that's awesome. Um, But, yeah, man, so it's it's like um, with our personalities, you know, inside into athletics, and I know you're dying to grow it. I'm dying to grow it as well. Um, I think what's going to be the greatest thing about it is – the, the two personalities kind of clashing together and just helping each other grow. So I've always told whoever I hire that I, I want it to be somebody that um can complicate, complement my weaknesses. I'm um, you know um and you know part of maturing, part of growing as a business owner, as an individual is like just go ahead and just express, you know, expect the fact or respect the fact that you have those weaknesses right. and trying to find somebody to help me mm-hmm. in those aspects is going to be huge more personally, individually than, than business. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, I'm, I'm pretty deep, man. We'll have deep conversations. We've already had a couple, you know, um, uh, this past four weeks and things like that. So, um, it's one of those things I'm really, really looking mm-hmm. forward to. Yeah. Um, and, and especially you, Providing your experience and and what you went through in life and what you went through in your career mm-hmm. of going to school at 25, 26 years old, whatever, and um, struggles, tribulations, whatever, um, sharing that with the kids. You know, we're pretty open here, and you know no. that already. You know, I ask how these ki- you know how are these kids doing, things like that. So um, it, it's going to be cool to see, man. It's going to be cool to see the both of us grow. Um, you got to experience already, you know, working. We started working with North Cross School football team. Um, you know, yesterday, and we're starting with them three times a week, which is going to be awesome. Um, so being able to see you bring your expertise as far as being with, you know, the collegiate level football team, uh, you know, getting them hyped, getting them ready and things like that is going to be pretty awesome, and I'm sure mm-hmm. you're looking forward to it as well.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but what other, like, on the side of other programs you're thinking, I know that we've kind of talked about this in the interview uh, I'm kind of wanting to kind of bounce some ideas around you, like what kind of programs you would like to establish here that sure. you could,
0: you know, kind of run with. Um, mm-hmm. Have you thought of anything like that? Yeah, no, I mean, um, I think so we've already started to implement some uh, some of the exercises and the routines already, but I, I, I yeah. really understand and think that the athletes will get benefit from improving aerobic capacity, um, especially at the end of a workout. You know, I yep. mean, you're going to be on the field, you're going to be on the court, they're going to be tired, and we want to see if they can dig deep and push through that fourth quarter. Um, you know, it's you know you're on the f- five yard line. You know, it's fourth quarter. You got six seconds left can you push into that end zone and um, i think you know adding in different types of uh, exercises to tap into different energy systems i think it's a good way that we can start improving athletes not just explosiveness but also aerobic capacity
1: right and i think again bringing your you know experience and things inside here for the kids is going to be great because you're limited you're always limited to what you know so if you're not you know digging into the research or reading a lot which at times sometimes I'll take a slack off Uh, but again that's one of my weaknesses if I get busy sometimes it's hard for me to do that but you may be doing it so it's one of those you're going to bring it onto the table and you're going to be like hey man this is what we're going to do today sure you know throwing it in which Nick has been already you know diving into a little bit of the programming Mm -hmm. starting a program for some of my um, athletes um, and some of the people that you know, just started when we were doing outside sessions. Um, so he's really getting them kind of fresh and brand new, to be honest with yeah. you, um, which, which is pretty cool. And I think as you get used to it, as you start feeling your own vibe, you're like, hey, man, this is the way I want it to be implemented. This is the energy system I want to work at the end. I think it's going to run a little bit smoother, too, mm-hmm. um, really for everyone across the board. And that's yeah. the plan, you yeah. know. Um, and I'm, again, I'm, I'm glad to have you on board, man. I'm, I'm super pumped. Um, about what the future looks like for here, you know, we moved during. I did an episode during the pandemic that, again, I was moving from eighteen hundred square foot to, to you know about forty six hundred square foot, and um, it's almost completed now. You know, besides the shower or whatever, it's almost finished. I guess, which Nick has been hearing me bitch and complain about it for the past week and a half. So, <laughs>
0: uh, so it's
1: coming along. It's coming along. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, yeah, man. So, um, is Is there anything that um, you would want to share with uh, the athletes, the adults that are thinking about joining a gym um, like into athletics or I'm not going to just say just my gym or whatever, any gym for that matter. Um, People have went this extended period (laughs) of time with no gym at all, they have probably did great personally by themselves doing at-home workouts, going running, jogging on the green right here in Roanoke or whatever. Um, but is there anything that you would have to say or maybe some advice you can give somebody that's like, you know what, I, I don't want to join a gym. I love that team commodity. So um, w- w- do you have anything?
0: Yeah, no, I would... F- um most important thing I would say is, you know, do some research. Make sure that the gym you're going to or the people you're hiring to um, work you out or work your kids out, um, you know, know exactly how to do it the correct way. Now, that's that's not a shot at anyone else um, in the health and fitness industry. But, um, you know, you wouldn't go to a powerlifting coach for someone who wants to be a sprinter. You know what I mean? Right. Um, you know, Making sure that the people you go to have the right credentials and the right background to help you reach your goal I think is important because a lot of times people would go to any old gym and pick any old trainer or facility, and you have to find the right one that's for you. You, know, you, you, you can't just go where your friends go just because they say it's great. I would say do the research, make sure you talk to the trainer and y- you see what type of facility it is and what type of environment it is, and if it's right for you, then... Let's get it going. Yeah, I think the environment's huge, too.
1: I mean, you know, if you're not, you know, vibing or the good relationship with the coach, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard for really both ends because the coach itself is not going to be able to tap into what that athlete can do regardless of age. Right. You know, they can be butting heads a lot, and I've Mm -hmm. seen it in the past, where they kind of just butt heads. um, So the coach kind of tucks away. Or puts them in the corner, does their exercise, and they're really, you know, yeah. you know, not working with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then sometimes you got these kids in here that are just silent killers, man. They don't right. say much. They just come in here and do their do the work. Right. Um, and I think part of our job, and I've said it in the past many times, is kind of adapting to each individual. And I think as, um, which again, I f- I feel like personally working with people one on one, you have a lot of experience doing that, you know, more than me. Um, so it's like especially in a scene where they're not so coherent as far as like the bar and stuff right so, right. Um, yeah. but but you know working with them and um being able to adapt to what they like what they don't like um and how far you can push them is huge mm-hmm. um because and, and that's me personally even saying that as i was an athlete in, in high school you know if if i knew the relationship with my coach was A really good one and if he was telling me to do something i wouldn't say anything i would just do it but if it was somebody that was um i was butting heads with i was i would always be apprehensive about am i doing what i'm supposed to be doing is this what i want you know what i mean sure um so yeah man i I think you're gonna The kids already love you man i think it's gonna be again a awesome um you know next you know couple months to figure out um you know how we're gonna do different things um as far as programming and you know, building a relationship with the athletes, mm-hmm. things like that. But looking forward to working with uh, back on again for North Cross too. So. Absolutely,
0: yeah. And I'm extremely grateful for this opportunity. You know, I, uh, <clears throat> you know, I was so happy that I could you know come right out of college and be able to use what I've learned uh, to gain my bachelor's right out the gate. You know, um, being able to help athletes reach a, a certain level of performance. Um, and seeing how they progress over the years over the months is extremely gratifying and uh, I'm just happy to be a part of into athletics. Yeah, man We're, we're
1: glad to have you on board and I know the kids um, are thinking the same thing again I've had nothing but positive feedback from the parents from the kids um, and, and, and everything so Even people when the train heroic app, you know, they'll finish and they'll make little comments and stuff. Nick helped me out here so I'm sure we're gonna be seeing uh, a lot of that and the uh, social media, Facebook, Instagram, things like that, you're gonna be seeing a lot of, a lot of Nick on there as well, you know, explaining the new belt squat machine we have or explaining any exercises that um, he thinks is gonna be vital for kids to be doing either at home or in here or even at another gym um, because we don't wanna just exclude our information um, to our athletes inside into athletics, but also athletes in the area and the local community because people know how I, how I am. Um, I want these kids to get educated you know I want them to and I'm sure Nick is on the same page Mm -hmm. you know he's on when it comes to that I mean we're we're both on that same page so again you're gonna be seeing uh, Nick a lot more on the social media as far as um, videos explaining um, instructions on certain exercises and and equipment in here and what kids can be doing Um, and feel free kids I mean you the ones that already know them if you're listening you know, ask, ask Nick, whatever, man, he, he's pretty an open book. I'm, I'm sure. I don't want to speak for you, Nick, but you're, you're right. You're uh, you right. Know, he's, he, he's pretty real. He's down to earth. He'll tell you straight up, pretty transparent as well as I am. So, um, yeah, man. So it's, it's good to have you on board. Um, again, I, I was going to keep this you know short episode. I wanted the people to get to know you a little bit, Nick. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be doing episodes every week, so people be on the lookout for that, please. Um, we're going to be um, published and pushed out on Wednesdays of every week. Uh, we're going to try to stay on... Uh, On task with that, I know that I fell off the map the past month because I was getting this place ready. I was getting Nick on board, and obviously, that takes the uh, that's more important than doing this podcast at this point. But we're back on air, we're going to be knocking it out different subjects, subjects that I think about, subjects that Nick thinks about. Um, But um, if you have any questions, you can email Facebook, Instagram uh, for Nick, let him let me know. I'll send it his way, and we'll be on the process of. Uh, recording episodes and getting Nick an Instagram, uh, so he needs one.
0: <laughs> yeah, I need I need to get on the social media. I'm on Facebook, but uh, <laughs> anything else, not so much. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get an Instagram up there, and I'll let everyone know. So. <laughs> oh yeah,
1: man, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh,
0: well, thank you again, Nick. Um, thank you, everybody. Thanks again for your support.
1: Um, I Hope everybody that's listening, that athletes have been in and out of the new facility, hope you're enjoying it, and um, we'll see you next week. All right.